Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Hour three of the nightcap here on VSIN, live from the circus. Sports box, sports book, sports bar, sports bra. Well, I don't know. It's something. It's, it's a place. Curtain box, sports bar. Yeah, I was, you know, I was re- leading into Dieter Kurtenbach, and then it just combined it all. You know, it's it's better to be efficient, <laughs> yes. you know, and then and correctly pronouncing words. You did one hour of radio in 30 seconds. It was beautifully efficient. There you go. I'll take it. Uh, Memphis is a team. I, we have... We have na- our assessment of Memphis is to a T. They do not Nailed go it. away. They slinging rocks. And if you're betting over, yeah, they are. They are David to a T. Just now, Goliath might ultimately slingshot. end up getting that final hammer down. Oh, but yeah. uh, this game has been a lot of fun to watch. 109-106, and just when you think Utah is pulled away, yeah. hit the dagger right before the end of the third quarter. Jordan Clarkson buries a three. It's 100-87. Now it's a three-point game. This team is a pain in the rear end if you're playing them, if you're a Jazz fan. But if you're betting the over, like this guy, it's great because they're not going to quit. Not going to quit. It really says something that the Utah Jazz are the team that's playing beautiful basketball in this series. <laughs> that's That speaks to something where the Utah Jazz who oftentimes just grind you into a pulp, are the team that's really moving it around and, again, playing the beautiful game. It's so interesting watching the Grizzlies, too, because as physical and demanding as they are, as gritty as they are, 
they're all babies outside of Valanchunas. I mean, these kids are young. And for them to kind of learn on the fly, I think it, it pretends big things for them moving forward. Uh, as these guys get older and older, they add a little bit more talent here in the years to come. They're never going to get a big free agent, but you know what? A couple guys on value deals, a couple guys in the draft. They've drafted extremely they well, have. even without you know extremely high picks outside of Jaron Jackson and Ja. Um, it, it, there's, some, there's something cooking here in Memphis. They can get out of the first round here. The hype train might get off the rails, but this has just been a really excellent series, really excellent game tonight. Yeah, I think you know, it wasn't that long ago. Would I prefer Steph Curry to be in this round? Yeah, probably, yeah. but... But then I wouldn't be here. Yeah, that's true. Um, or maybe so, I would. Who knows? I don't know. Man, that's a that's a tricky one. Let's contemplate it for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been I've enjoyed these uh, these two hours <laughs> so far. Um, but yeah, nineteen to nine. Memphis has outscored Utah here in this fourth quarter, just hanging around and making things difficult and then making you sweat a little bit if you laid the points with the Utah Jazz. Went off as a a five-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. And uh, just taking a look at some of the props, Donovan Mitchell, we talked about him. Uh, He's gone over his point total for tonight as he's sitting there with 28. Rudy Gobert, uh, he's at the free throw line now, folks. So if you took Rudy Gobert over 14 po- uh, 14 and a half points, you could get it here uh, with uh, with some free throws for Rudy Gobert. Only eight rebounds, though, so far mm. for Rudy Gobert, as you see the player prop at 14 and a half. Jonas Valanciunas, he's got 11 boards uh, sitting there at 12 and a half. So uh, he might be able to get to the over on that one. But John Morant, 21 points. Dylan Brooks, 21 points. And you've hit on it. Uh, Jaron Jackson has really played well tonight. 18 points. But something you mentioned earlier in the show, yeah. which has kind of reared its ugly head, he had a couple threes early. He's not two of nine from three. He, it's just not his game. I would like him out there if he was playing the five more. But when you're playing him at the four, I understand he's... It's necessary for him to be beyond the three-point line, but he gets in that kind of Joel Embiid territory. He falls in love with the three-point shot, and he needs to play the simple game. We talked about DeAndre Ayton earlier. Now, Jaron Jackson, DeAndre Ayton, a little bit of a different body, but they're still bigs in the modern NBA, and playing the simple game is the fastest way to be able to expand your game to where you can put up nine three-pointers and no one's batting an eye. So uh, a good start for him. I I still would like to see him coming off the bench at the start of this upcoming game. Uh, I I just don't like the Valanchunas and Jackson mix, and I think that that could be something that really helps uh, Memphis's depth because, uh, you know, Clarkson's going off in this one, as you would expect. The big thing for me in this one, I want to get your thoughts on this, Conley with eight points. It's not as if when we've been watching, we've been, oh, my Conley stunk tonight. He's now been, 11. Oh, apologies. But uh, you need more from him. You need more. It can't be a Clarkson-Mitchell game. Those guys just aren't efficient enough. They're yeah. not efficient enough. No, there's no doubt. He has uh, hit a couple of big threes and Memphis trailing by five. And just like that, the Utah Jazz are up 10. <laughs> We talk all this positivity about the Memphis Grizzlies back to the grindhouse, Dieter. And now it's a 10-point Watch this thing get cut to like six. Oh, yeah, in a matter of moments. But what <laughs> makes me happy is 116-106, 225. I actually got it a, a bad number, 225 and a half. Came mm. back down that half point. Uh, but you mentioned Mike Conley. I want to continue that because uh, broad Western Conference discussion because Boy, are we going to know more about the Western Conference yeah. around this time tomorrow night. Yep. Because the Suns and Lakers tip off a little after 7 o'clock Pacific time. So if that game is close, we may not know. But we could have a feel of, of what, the, what the Western Conference will look like because we also have, uh, I believe we have the Clippers tomorrow night. Let me double-check that. Um, 
If not, they're on no, Wednesday. No, it's Wednesday. Yeah, okay. It's so they're, they're Tomorrow's on... the final game of Brooklyn and Boston. Denver. <laughs> Did I give away the plot? <laughs> hey, man, I wanted to finish that book. Yeah. Got a spoiler alert there. Um, but uh, when you look at, uh, yeah, so we'll know, we'll, we'll know quite a bit about the Western Conference. I think two teams that we don't really have much uh, future aspirations for ah. after this round would be Denver and Portland, and they are also on the floor tomorrow. But, yeah, we're, we're going to know a lot about the Western Conference come this time tomorrow night, right around this time. But Utah at 116-108. You mentioned Mike Conley. It's funny. You know, we, you know, we're keeping an eye on this game as much as we can, and, and he has 11 points. But he's got three big three or three threes, and I feel like every time I look down, it, they've come at critical times, Dieter. Yeah, and, and that's huge because you don't want to rely too much on Donovan Mitchell in those situations. Again, I, I'm going to pound it home, and maybe I'll be proven wrong, but he's just not an efficient scorer. It's great to have a guy that you can have as an outlet late in the games. He wants the big shot, but he's not very big. I think this is the big thing. The thing that I always harp on, having seen playoff game after playoff game after playoff game, and seeing him up close and in person, Height matters in the playoffs. I want wings. And we talked about NBA Finals MVP bets. The last guy not to, to not be a wing to win NBA Finals MVP was Tony Parker. Huh, yeah. It's been a minute since a non-wing has won NBA Finals MVP. Donovan Mitchell is not a wing. He plays like a wing, but he is a combo guard through and through. I don't know if that's the most effective manner of scoring late. So having a guy like Mike Conley take a little bit of the slack off. Obviously, having a guy like Jordan Clarkson, who, if you're riding the hot hand, hey, you're, you're doing pretty good. If it's cold, you can at least put him on the bench. He's going to be a liability on defense. Um, having two options there late in the games and having such a cool head like Conley, absolutely huge for Utah. And I think it will pay dividends down the road if they're able to get out of this series against Memphis. And last year, uh, I was heavy. I, I loved the acquisition of Mike Conley. And then he was, you know, he was banged up last year. I had a future on them to win their division. They ultimately did not do that. Uh, but this has been, this is what I kind of expected when they made mm-hmm. that trade, when Utah made the trade to go get Mike Conley. And he's been averaging 23 points per game in this series prior to tonight, 11 points, but he's got seven assists. Yeah. And you mentioned efficiency. It's three of four from three. He's going to, he's not going to take dumb shots. He's going to hit big, big moments there. So he's another one of those guys, you know, this is a gambling network. We want to yeah. talk about the He's just another one of those guys. This isn't gambling related. He's kind of pulling for it. You're like, I, I just want to see no, Mike no. Conley go deep in the postseason. He's made it to the Western Conference once before, once Conference Finals, once before uh, in Memphis. Um, you know, and now he's, he's got his best team that he's ever played with. And he's not, he doesn't have to be the alpha, but he's a guy that can make those big shots that you'll trust in. And then when you look at the odds, for them to come out of the Western Conference, Dieter, that's where it gets intriguing. What I would say for would be this. If you like the Utah Jazz, I would wait. Because yes. I think once L.A. disposes of Dallas, the Clippers, mm-hmm. those odds are going to shift. I think L.A., the Clippers, are going to become your favorite. Just my hunch. They'll yeah. become the favorites in the Western Conference, especially if whatever happens here with the Lakers. And then if you still like the Utah Jazz, then go in on them against, you know, whether it be in a series price against the Clippers where they'll be an underdog or 
to come out of the Western Conference. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I, I in fact, like that series bet if we do get Clippers and Jazz. Yeah. I, I, there's no question that the Clippers would be the favorites. Again, we're talking about oh, yeah. wings. They got the two wings. You're not going against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, no matter what you think of Paul George, with Joe Ingles and, what, Jordan Clarkson, Royce O'Neal. Like, you're, you're just not making that bet. So I would like them a lot in that series because, again, they can come with waves. And as much as I do think the Clippers have maybe figured something out, they figured something out against the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know if they're going to be able to contend with the amount of three-pointers that Utah puts up. And by the way, they just, to see, they just seem to keep making them every single game. I, I know they're a regular season team. I know that. I can see that. We've seen it year after year. There's something a little bit different about it. It might be Mike Conley. Well, we haven't mentioned the Clippers yet today. Uh, this is a team that last time we were on the air, they were staving off... I wouldn't say elimination, but it felt like it. You know, <laughs> death by social. You're media. down 0-2. Uh, I certainly have have been critical of them because I, I just you know I think Dieter, you you you're in the same mindset. Yeah. I mean they they made this acquisition of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. It said winning. You know, yeah. we, we got this done. This pretty is pretty cool. This is easy. We'll we'll rest all the time, and it'll be no big deal. And then they wilted like a flower. Mm-hmm. Not against the Lakers but against the Denver Nuggets. So now they go down 0-2. Everyone's kind of written their obituary. I was slightly guilty of that as myself. And now they're up there. They've eaten this series up. It looks like Luka Doncic is, is banged up. Yeah. And he's all they got. And when Tim Hardaway Jr.'s make it seven threes, it's a lot, you know, life is a little better for the Dallas Mavericks. Now this thing goes back to L.A. Look at that series price. It's wild. It's minus 360 when they were down 0-2 heading on the road. So can we, after two games, believe in the Clippers? We can believe in them in this series because you cannot believe in Chris Stapp's Porzingis to give you anything for the Dallas Mavericks. I think it's just as simple as that. Now, if we're talking about big picture, I don't know. Maybe maybe this back-to-the-wall moment sparked something in them. Because, again, you talked about the entitlement. They were all in on themselves, and mm-hmm. they hadn't won squad. Kings of L.A. Exactly. <laughs> L.A. their way. Apparently their way was blowing a 3-1 lead in Orlando. Um, <laughs> maybe this has done something for them. I, I like the adjustments that they've made. Something's different with Kawhi. He, he's activated. I think having Rondo on the floor helps big time. I think taking Zubach off the floor, embracing small ball helps big time. Putting Paul. Why George did it take the, so long to do that? That's because it's Ty Lue and Ty Lue takes My a minute. My goodness. But ultimately, you look at the Western Conference now. Like we like Utah. We you know we we like what Utah's doing. Yeah. We can buy into Utah a little bit. We like the Phoenix Suns. We like the LA Lakers. I don't think any of them stack up to the Clippers if the Clippers want to actually show up. I think the Lakers would. But we just don't know if Anthony Davis is going to be healthy. I mean, yeah, if they can get it, if they can get him on the plane, maybe. Right. I mean, if if there wouldn't be a plane. Well, in this here's situation. the question, it, it, and this is the you know this is the whole crux of gambling. <laughs> is here it is. If you believe that the Lakers can avoid can can somehow get past the Suns, and this groin injury is just a week's type of deal, and they win in seven games or six games, whatever it may be, I really do like the Lakers against the Clippers. I think there's a a mindset situation there. Mm -hmm. I I think you could see playoff Paul arrive in that series. Um, It'd be nothing but Lakers fans in the arena. Yeah, and yeah, there's... 
put it those would, cardboard Clippers. Away. Clippers would have games one and two at home, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. How many? What percentage of those fans would be get in the uh, visitors' uh, locker room on the Clippers. Clippers side? So, the, look, we know what the Clippers did at the end of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Whether you agreed with it or not, I I tend to uh, disagree. I know other people here at the network thought it was a a, a thing of brilliance yep. to set to pick their hand pick the team that they wanted to play, which for two games looked like they were morons, and now it looks like they're brilliant because the Mavericks have one guy, and he's really good, but it seems like they have one guy in Luka Doncic, and now the Clippers won't have to face the Lakers. But the ironic part is if the Clippers hypothetically had gotten them in the second round, it might have been better because yes. 80's hurt. That's You're 100% <laughs> right about that. If we do end up getting the Battle of the L.A. in the Western Conference Finals, that speaks to the Lakers' depth. It speaks to their resilience, it, regardless of what's going down with Anthony Davis. Either he's healthy enough to play and win games, in which case you're not in a good situation if you're the Clippers, or they were able to win despite not having Anthony Davis, which is also not a good situation for the Clippers because then Anthony Davis has a chance of coming back and actually doing some stuff, in which case benching Zubach isn't going to help you. If Anthony Davis is 100%, I'm sorry, Clippers, L.A. your way means that you get to go to Cancun a little bit earlier than the Lakers. Yeah, and that and that's what it all comes down to. I, I, I think the Lakers have... I wouldn't say own them, but they, they've got a mindset over, over this Clippers team. And I, I would think if, if we get that series and, and AD's back, which yeah. is a big if, Lakers are winning that series. I would have to think so. Unless, unless Paul George can take whatever he did in this last game, which was really good for a while and then kind of faded at the end. But if he can bottle that up, that good Paul George... Then we have something going. Yeah, and and I think most basketball fans are, are are hoping for that. But going back to the series prices that are available right now, where you've got Utah, who's finishing off the Memphis Grizzlies, and if you're laying the points with Utah, you're you're just saying let's just get out of here with this with this cover. Uh, it's one eighteen one hundred, uh, which by the way the over has come home, so I am happy about that. Um, Utah and the Clippers about co-favorites to come out of the West. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the Lakers a little bit back, and then the Suns at 8-1. to one. Dieter, right now, which price jumps out at you the most? Uh, once again, just using here at Circa, as of yep. today, it was 250 Jazz and Clippers, 325 for the Lakers, 675 for the Suns. But if you like the Suns, there's an 8-1 eight, eight to one out there. Uh, you know, that's the beauty of shopping around. <laughs> so which team jumps out at you? I think Clippers at plus 250. I think that that's the best value you're ever going to get on the Clippers should they finish business here, just given the way that everything else is shaking out. That said, we just talked about the Lakers. We just said that we prefer the Lakers over the Clippers. I'm in agreement with you on that one. And plus 325. That said, rocky road to get there. They can get there, though. Plus 325 is going to be looking really tasty. Yeah, and and a lot of that hinges on what, what happens tomorrow. Against the Suns in Game 5, likelihood of AD not playing. Uh, those odds will dramatically shrink if they win that game because they'll have taken control of the series, heading back to L.A. with the likelihood of AD getting a little bit more healthy. So if you like it now on the Lakers, maybe you play it now. Mm-hmm. And the Suns, similar situation. If you think the Suns win tomorrow as a five-point favorite, take a 3-2 series lead, I would recommend you play the Suns right now. Yes. If you like the Suns. I do. I think eight to one at BetMGM is 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 an intriguing play when everything you put everything together with with the Devin Book Devin Booker with DeAndre Ayton playing the way that he has, mm-hmm. 
I don't like trusting in Jay Crowder at ever, but you yeah. know, every once in a while he gets a heat check moment. <laughs> and Chris Paul, if he can get healthy, but as you pointed out, uh, one fall the other way, and and he's he's all sorts of banged up. But I was concerned watching that that last Lakers Suns game. They would just let him shoot threes, and he was saying, "I want no part of it." Mm-hmm. His nickname is CP3, and he was going for CP2s all game, and that that's concerning. Yes, he was gutting it out, and, and he. Has never won a championship, but he has the heart of a champion. He's he's a great player. He's perfectly suited for the playoffs, in my opinion. It's honestly a shame and somewhat of a mystery that he's never been able to even contend for an NBA Finals. At the same time, I, I while the shoulder's good enough to get him on the court, he's not going to get an opportunity here. Just looking at the way the bracket breaks down, the way that they're already you know probably going to go, certainly going six, they could go seven. Mm-hmm. There's no rest available to Chris Paul. This is this is an everyday thing. It, it's nice that he's getting an extra day here, but man, it, it, I I don't know if I can bet on Chris Paul. I love eight to one. I love eight to one on the Suns, except I don't love it because Chris Paul is so necessary for them to get out of the Western Conference. So we will find out much more come tomorrow night uh, when it comes to the Western Conference, a series that the way things have shaped out or unfolded. Mm-hmm. That has become very appealing because of just the sheer dominance from the Milwaukee Bucks is Bucks and Nets in 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 the second round. The points bet folks at points bet put out a a, a price today minus one eighty on the Nets plus one fifty on the Bucks. I think that's probably fair. Yes. I, I was expecting minus two hundred plus one sixty or plus one seventy, but you know it, it. I think that's about fair. Would you take a look at the dog in that series? I like the dog, but I would probably wait a little bit. See if the action kind of pushes it up a little bit. I'd like a little bit I'd like a little bit more on it, honestly. One one fifty, it's nice. It's not as nice as it could be, as you alluded to with where you thought it would open up. Yeah, I think I I think you'll get a little bit juicier. I don't think we'll ever get two to one. No. Um, but I think you could get plus one sixty, maybe plus one seventy on the yeah. bucks. And this I, I, I don't like saying this. This isn't um, this isn't Rockets Warriors a couple of years ago, no. where clearly the winner of this series is win the title. I, I'm just not there yet. I know everyone wants to crown the Nets. Right. 104 points from the big three yesterday. That was <laughs> unbelievable. Was, it, was there something you didn't enjoy from the Nets uh, performance? Well, no, I enjoyed it very much. I had the Nets <laughs> last night, so I was very, in, I very much enjoyed that uh, that play out. By the way, it's gone final, and if you laid the points with Utah, winner. 120 yeah. to 113. A little sweat. But uh, I think most numbers covered. You covered the first quarter, mm-hmm. you covered the half, and you covered the full game. So uh, Utah gets the win, 120-113, to 113, over hits in that one. My hesitation, and it will mean uh, will be until they hoist a Larry O'Brien trophy, yeah. is it's year one. There still are durability questions with, those, with all three, more specifically Kyrie and, and James Harden. Right. And then defensively. Yeah. They could not stop Giannis. Granted, it was two games in the regular season. James Harden wasn't playing. But, man, that to me is going to be an absolute slugfest. Um, and I think if you're getting plus 180 or plus 170, I think it would be worth. The Bucks seem to be playing the best they've, they've played in a long, long time. I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on those odds. But I, I do want to throw out a quick correction. You did not get the memo that defense no longer matters. <laughs> I think that the Nets sent out a memo. They said, defense, that's for fools. Score 104 points with your big three. Lakers would disagree from the way that they won the championship. Lakers might be going home soon. So That is also true. We have got a final. We'll get you everything you need to know. Jazz and Grizz, the Jazz, get the cover right here on the Nightcap. 
it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. Okay. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four. And now we're like, oh, my God. You were both so good on the show. And we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Keep it rolling here on the nightcap. Tim Murray, Dieter Kurtenbach with you from the Circus Sportsbook. And uh, we've got our last final of the night. We do have a couple of baseball games still going on. But Utah takes care of business and gets the cover as well. 120 to 113. There was a late three from about 32 <laughs> feet from Ja Morant that came up well short. So the Utah Jazz get the win and now have a commanding 3-1 series lead. So the Utah Jazz can go back home and get the old gentleman's sweep. I didn't see that coming. 
I didn't see a gentleman's sweep coming. It's possible. The, the way that the Jazz played tonight is the way that they want to beat you. And I think it speaks to Memphis more than it speaks to, to Utah that this game was even close. Uh, the way that Utah played, shooting 50% from beyond the arc on 34 attempts, getting to the line, Donovan Mitchell at 12 made free throws in this game. Every single Jazz player was a positive and plus minus. This is death by a thousand paper cuts effective basketball, not turning it over. The only thing that I think that the Jazz would, would have a problem with, and this has been a trend throughout this series, not a lot of assists leading to points. And, and that's something that's actually a little bit confusing. They're just attacking Memphis. And that shows maybe a little bit more depth for them moving forward in the playoffs. But again, I, it feels as if the Jazz have kind of gotten their formula going now that Mitchell's back in the fold. And the only game that Memphis won, right? Yeah, think about it. he was He was out for... Six weeks yeah. prior to the start of the playoffs, and now here he is. They're 3-0 with Donovan Mitchell. Struggled in game one a little bit. Mm-hmm. Get it done. And now, yeah, maybe the Jazz are finding finding their rhythm, and we'll see if uh, that series, which seems as of today that they'll take on the Los Angeles Clippers. Likely. Uh, that will be, they will be an underdog in that series. The is, in- is that going to be a spot to grab the dog in the mm. Utah Jazz? I like that. I like that. I'd have to see the number, of course. But yeah. I do like that just because, again, the Clippers are inherently untrustworthy. And, and 100%. It, it, it's really hard to trust Utah, but at least Utah has an identity. At least Utah knows what it wants to do. You don't just find that in, in the middle of a playoff series unless you worked on it all year round. And I guess the question with Utah throughout the season is, does this style of play that was so effective in the regular season for the last couple of years work in the playoffs? Specifically, does Rudy Gobert work Mm -hmm. in the playoffs? And I still don't know the answer. What I do know is that the Clippers are just throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks. It eventually found something against the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks, of course, have one dude. He fell apart. He's got a nerve issue in his neck. So it's a little bit of their fault, too. I don't know if I don't know if the Clippers can figure it out. Whereas I know the Jazz are going to come in if they get through this series, as we presume they will. I know the Jazz are going to come in with an effective game plan that they can execute. And there was one, there was a regular season game about I don't know, I want to say a month or two uh, before the end of the regular season, where the yeah. Suns beat the Clip uh, beat the Jazz, right? And they just hit mid-range jumper. Mm-hmm. after mid-range jumper, and, and Rudy Gobert was just brought out and was uncomfortable. And that watching that game, I said, that makes me worried. You yeah. know, that, that's what worries you because we've seen it. And now he, to his credit, has gotten better and has adapted a no little doubt. bit. Uh, but you know, a couple of years ago, defensive player of the year, he'll win it again this year. And he became a liability in the postseason. Now, it's up to these teams to see if they can take advantage of that. And to the mo- for the most part, Memphis has been unable to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but could the Clippers do that? I-, I think the Suns would be a tricky matchup. And I do think the Lakers, obviously, would be a very tricky Without matchup a for doubt. Denver. It goes also to the point of what, Utah, has, excuse me. Sorry, what has worked for the Clippers here in, in the last couple of games. They've gone small. They've gotten Zubac off the floor. They're playing Morris at the five. They're running. They're running. Tyloo small... listening to the nightcap. Exactly. They're running a small lineup, and maybe that's the thing that works against Utah. Hey, okay, now you have to go with Derek Favors. Now you have to play Royce O'Neal at the five. That's a situation that could really bring out the best in the Clippers in a series like that. It could also put them in trouble. I, I again, I don't trust that if that doesn't work, they have another gear. Their gear is basically Kawhi. Figure this out for us. Hopefully, Paul George comes along for the ride. Just a quick look at the prop market. 121-13, the final. Utah beats Memphis over hits. 
and the favorite covers uh, covers the five and a half. Donovan Mitchell over the 25 and a half as he finishes with 30. Also over, well over on his assists as he has eight tonight. John Morant goes under his 25 and a half, finishes with 23. So I think a lot of people, people who had the dog and people who had John Morant over would have really appreciated that late three-pointer uh, <laughs> to go down. It does not. Uh, Morant does finish with 12 assists, so easy on the over there. Dylan Brooks hits the over just barely with 21 points. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich finishes with 13, so he hits the under. Mike Conley, who had been averaging 23 points per game this yeah. series... Just 11 points. Jonas Valanciunas, he finishes up with 14. So some of the big boys hitting the under. Jordan Clarkson, not on that list. 24 points in the victory. Take a look at what happened on the ice tonight and anything else we missed. It is the Nightcap here on VEASAN. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only Wait For It. Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When those those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we didn't the problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. We were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. 
Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. part of our show or anything else on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, the Lombardi Line with VSIN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers with JVT, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all for free, available now vcin.com backslash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Dieter Kurtenbach, Tim Murray with you live from the Circus Sportsbook as things have wrapped up on the NBA front today. Tomorrow, another big day, which we'll dive into in a little bit. Three games, Boston, Brooklyn, eh, Portland, Denver, <laughs> and then the Lakers and Phoenix. So three big ones tonight, uh, tomorrow night, I should say. Uh, tonight, we saw the Washington Wizards stave off elimination as a eight and a half point underdog. They get the win. As you have said, Dieter, that was why. <laughs> why are you doing it? What's the point? You could be home with your families. You didn't have, now you have to get on a train, a plane, a bus to Philadelphia. What are you doing? Uh, maybe they, they want another cheesesteak. I mean, good on them. I think that someone can ship one down. They make millions of dollars. They can get a cheesesteak if that they want true. one. Uh, the Utah Jazz are now one win away, though, as they cover the number, and they win 120-113 to 113 tonight. So there are your two NBA games. I'll get to the uh, NHL here in just a moment. But Jacob deGrom pitched tonight, and oh, yeah. it's always, uh, always a thing when Jacob deGrom is on the hill. And he's always, as you would expect, even with a lineup depleted as much as the, Yanke- uh, the Mets are, he's always going to be a pretty sizable favorite. He was plus 160 tonight. Only goes six innings, which if you bet against him, that's a good thing. At the end of the day, though, not looking great. It's 6-2, to two, bottom of the ninth inning. Jacob deGrom, six innings, two hits, no runs, no walks, eight strikeouts. His ERA, 0.7. He's pretty good. Yeah. They might need to lower that mound. He is, uh, he is pretty good. And, yeah, if you tried the fade of Jacob deGrom, which more often than not, as Scott Seidenberger, who was in here last week, kind of points out, look, you're getting a ton of value on the opposition, and more often than not, historically speaking, the Mets just don't hit when Jacob DeGrom is on the hill. Right. Just fade him, and I think you're still in the in the net positive this year, uh, but Jacob DeGrom should get the win tonight as this game is, uh, is winding down there in Arizona, a 6-2 lead. Jacob DeGrom, pretty impressive. I believe... Jacob deGrom helped himself tonight yes. at the plate as well. So when you can't hit, well, do it yourself. It's the Shohei Otani way. He's R- he had an RBI uh, in this game. It was an RBI single. Yeah, he's hitting 450. This guy's really good. He's all right. Put him in the lineup every day, Mets. Yeah, just, just, just do the Otani thing. Why not? Uh, and then the Dodgers just wrapped up their victory uh, as they get the win over the Cardinals tonight. Trevor Bauer on the hill. He gets his sixth win of the season. He goes six and two thirds, four runs, three of them earned, five hits, five strikeouts. And, uh, you know, real quickly, Dieter, since you're the Bay Area guy, I know. Uh, we've got the San Francisco Giants, much of the surprise, I think, to most, still in first place. Yeah. And the Dodgers, 
32 and 22. You got the Padres at 34 and 21. Everybody believed this would be a two-horse race. Really, it would be Dodgers win this, and then the Padres get the wild card. Here we are. We're almost uh, we're past third the, away. We're past the third. Yeah. Getting close to the halfway mark. Giants not going anywhere. They're for real. If they play 500 baseball from here on out, they're they're pushing on 90 wins. So that that tells you everything you need to know about how San Francisco is played. Uh, it is likely not sustainable, at least when it comes to pitching. This is one of the worst bullpens in baseball. The starting pitching has been outstanding. It's likely to continue. It's still going to be really good. I don't know if Kevin Gosman's going to keep putting up these crazy numbers as their ace. I don't know if Alex Wood is going to get figured out. There's some questions there, and of course, with starting pitching, you always have to worry about injuries. Uh, the lineup has been a little up and down. They like to platoon. They're kind of the Tampa Bay of the National League. They have kind of two different lineups going. But you look at the standings in, in the American League. Tampa Bay, first place, AL East. It's not like it is a formula that cannot work. Uh, I would not pick the San Francisco Giants to win the National League West. I would not do that right now. I'd still take the Dodgers. I'd like the Padres there. But the Giants to play in a wild card game against the Padres, or maybe the Dodgers if you're feeling spicy, yeah, I can get behind that. It's insane when you look at the uh, the run differentials in the National League. Yeah. Um, you know, the National League East, <laughs> only two teams are in the green, and that's the Mets by two runs. Now, they you know, add four more to it tonight. Yeah. Uh, and the Marlins, everybody else is either zero with the Braves or, you know, minus 33, minus 26. <laughs> the entire Central uh, outside of the Cubs. But yeah. then you look at the Giants at plus 69, the Padres at plus 81, and mm-hmm. the Dodgers at plus 73. That to me shows you that the Giants aren't a fraud. Right. When you're, you'll see teams historically that are 10, 14 games over 500 early on in the year, plus 15, plus mm-hmm. 20. They're plus 69. They have the third best run differential in the National League, only behind the Padres and the Dodgers. Well, and let's let's be real about what's going on in the rest of that West Division too. Colorado and Arizona stink. They're terrible. They're really bad teams, but. San Francisco doesn't have a disproportionate amount of their games against those teams. They've played them, don't get me wrong, but it's not as if they've gotten all of their wins against the Colorados and the Arizonas. They've beaten the Padres. They just got three out of four against the Dodgers. You don't win series like that, even early on. And there have been a bunch of teams every year. We have a team or two or three that gets through 60 games and then disappears. We sure. never hear from them again. The Seattle Mariners, maybe they're doing it again this year. <laughs> but it's it's... This team has the formula. They, they know what they're doing. And it's not as if this is haphazard. They've been rebuilding there for a couple of years now. They've been looking to make a jump. Maybe they're a year ahead of schedule. But ultimately, this is a team that was building the Dodgers way, building the way the White Sox are building, building the way that any successful team in Major League Baseball over the last 10 years is built, which is from the bottom up. And they have a bunch of prospects coming up in the years to come. I like the Giants' you know, prognosis long term. But right now, again, they got good starting pitching. If they can cobble together enough of a bullpen, I think that they have enough hitting. And who, who's who's coming out of this national? Who's coming out of the cellar? They get to play the Rockies like ten more times. They get to play Arizona, who hasn't won a game in forever, like eleven more times. There's a lot of wins to be had. And while again, I think that the Padres and the Dodgers should absolutely still be the odds-on favorite. Uh, San Francisco, you can't tell me they're not a better team than any team in the East. Any team in the Central. Well, and that's the big thing is as long as, you know, we're going back to what it was, you still have the wild card game. Yeah. It can be 
Giants Padres or Giants Dodgers. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um, because you look at the Central, you look I mean the and at least not gonna have nope. a wild card representative. It really comes down to the to the Cubs and Cardinals both get hot mm-hmm. and maybe one of them get that final wild card. Don't sleep on Milwaukee there. That's true. And as long as they play the Nats all the time. <laughs> that was fun over the weekend. All right. Take a look at tomorrow's big well, it's not big three. It's two really good two, games. Two and a half. And there's a, there's another NBA game too. It is the nightcap. Turn the page. Look ahead to tomorrow. Next. Wrapping things up here on the nightcap on a uh, Memorial Day Monday as uh, Dieter Kurtenbach with me for the next couple of nights. Tim Murray with you from the uh, Circus Sportsbook. And it's time to look ahead to tomorrow as we've done our due diligence. We've hashed it all out for, yeah. for the day. And we, we look ahead to tomorrow as we start with Boston at Brooklyn. Man, the series that, <laughs> as as many of our listeners and our producers know, I've been kicking myself that I didn't play them in a sweep, and I would have been wrong. Yep. Now it was plus one seventy five for them to win in five, and I would feel pretty comfortable that it is going to happen tomorrow night. They are laying a hefty number here at Circa. It's twelve. Other spots, it's twelve and a half. A total of two thirty one and a half. Does Brooklyn after losing Game Three? And I love the spot that they were in mm-hmm. in game four. Laid the seven and a half there. I think it ultimately went up to nine. Do they just keep it rolling? And do they win by 12 plus tomorrow? By the way, they won by 15 in game four against Boston. I think they do. I think they do. I just don't know what we're getting from Boston. I don't know if Boston's going to have the heart to actually show up and go for it the same way that the Wizards did, right? The series is over, it's effectively over. What do they want to do about that? Do they want to expedite the end of the series, or do they want to show some fight, some metal, whatever it is, and, and convince themselves that that's worth something in the long run? I, I have no idea what Brad Stevens' team is going to do. What I do know is that Jason Tatum is probably not dropping 50 again. No. And uh, if he's not dropping 50 again, that money line of 575 means nothing. It means absolutely. There's no way that they're winning this game. It's just a question on if the Nets cover or not. And the same question goes to the Nets, by the way. I don't know how much heart the Celtics are going to have. I presume that Kyrie Irving doesn't want to go back to Boston, given everything that went down the last time, given everything that's gone down over the last few years. Is he going to play like it? Are the Nets going to show up? Because they've cooked, they cook Boston. They'll, they'll figure out how to finish off Boston at any juncture. Do they want to get it over with? Do they want to drag this thing out? Uh, I, I don't know, but if if they really mess around for a while, that 12.5 could be fairly enticing. I'll take the Nets. I'll take the Nets. I'll take the minus 12.5. I don't feel great about it, though. Brooklyn right now, um, in some spots, you can find 121, 122 for a team total. Okay. Um, I mean, does Boston slow them down? I also look at, and I've done this a little bit here in the postseason, they're laying seven in the first half. Mm-hmm. I think you made a good point about Kyrie, right? We all know that what, what would happen there uh, after game four with the water bottle incident. Is this a situation, and we saw it a little bit in game four. Now, they got off to a slower start than I anticipated. They were actually down after the first quarter of Boston. Right. But then they flipped that script, and they went up 40-26 to 26 in the second quarter. They were up 13 at the half, so they covered that number in the first half. Do they just go out, Dieter, and just hammer them? 20 and a half, right. and then coast in. And that's where the cover may come in question. I think what I might do, 
thinking about this out loud. I might lay the seven in the first half with Brooklyn. Yeah. Because I, I think there is, let's just, we're at home. Let's not mess around. Let's end this thing. We also know that Brooklyn, or excuse me, Milwaukee's waiting for us. Right. So let's just finish this thing. Let's not give them any hope. Let's just go home and let's just take care of business. I really like that play because if they're going to do it, you have to do it early. You can't just say, oh, we'll turn it on in the third quarter after halftime. It might be too late by then, at least to cover. Right. Because now you've given Boston a glimmer. You've given him a chance. Tatum has maybe gotten hot. Maybe Marcus Smart has decided he wants to make shots today. <laughs> Last thing you want is Kemba Walker to wake up from his slumber. Like There are situations here where Boston can make this more painful than it has to be. You know The Nets are talking a big game. They've certainly played exceptionally well when they've been locked in. Now you've got to back it up a little yep. bit here. Now you, okay, everybody's on you. Everybody's hot on you. All the, everybody like me who's been holding the Nets championship future ticket for a long time is feeling really good. Let's back it up now, because this is not a team that had a lot of regular season run where they felt like the favorites that we presume them to be based on their talent level. This is not a team that, you know, they're kind of figuring it out on the fly themselves. This would be a good opportunity for them to stomp on the logo a little bit and say, we're the Brooklyn Nets, we're the favorites, and we're going to take care of an inferior team in the Boston Celtics in efficient fashion, which means first half. I think this is the game where they... They did it a little bit in uh, game two. Joe Harris mm-hmm. comes out. He hits, you know, hits the, the four or five threes. I think this is what they should do. Come out and say, yeah, let, let's, let's end this thing now. Let's hammer them right from the get-go. So I'm going to lay the seven in the first half. One thing on top of that, this would be a great opportunity for them if they do do that and come out in the first half and just lay the wood to them to experiment with some stuff that they could use against Milwaukee. Because that's a very different series. It's going to require very different matchups. Maybe get DeAndre Jordan on the floor a little bit. See if that's something that tickles your fancy once you get that series against Milwaukee. Be able to experiment a little bit in the second half. It won't hurt you because you took care of business in the first half. Now you get a little bit of a run-in because you know, as you mentioned, Milwaukee's just sitting there waiting and Mike Budenholzer's thinking of ways to coach his team out of the game. Portland and <laughs> Portland and Denver. Uh, this has been the ultimate pick'em series, even though none of these games, and I don't even consider <laughs> Game Three as really that close, even though the score might indicate it. It's really been lopsided games. However, it's a competitive series, even though that may not make a ton of sense. But that's what we've had. So does that trend continue back in Denver? Portland wins Game Four in Portland. Now it goes to Denver. Uh, I, if I had to play it, I would take Denver on the money line here. Uh, you're looking at a short money line price of you know minus 119 here at Circa. That would be the way that I would go, but I, I don't feel really confident one way or the other. I don't like anything on this board for this game. <laughs> I, I have no idea where to go. Maybe I'll do some live action on it. Maybe the over. Maybe it just has to be an over game. Defenses for fools, as the Nets are teaching us. Maybe over at 226, but man... There is nothing that inspires confidence with either of these teams. It doesn't even feel like the playoffs when they're going at it. Yes, it's intense and they're going hard and all that, but it almost feels like these two teams are just being set up for the slaughter in the next round against either the Suns or the Lakers. It's crazy that we talk about the Phoenix Suns that way, but here we are. And speaking of the Suns and the Lakers, the creme de la creme and the curiosity, because it is a game that will likely not feature Anthony Davis. I think... You and I, Dieter, at this point, we would be pretty surprised if Anthony Davis is out there tomorrow night. And if he's even out there, what is he going to provide? Is he I yep. mean, it is going to be, um, it's the story. And it might define the entire NBA postseason, given how, 
how good the Lakers have looked in those 10, 15 minutes a game when both LeBron and Anthony Davis have decided, yes, we will engage, we will play championship basketball. Without Davis, you're probably getting a classic LeBron game. We talked to Kyle Goon earlier on in the show, and he said that he expected a classic LeBron game. Again, this is an expert genius analysis. What other game do they have but a classic LeBron game? But I'm excited to see that just on the basis of LeBron hasn't been asked to do that. There's a reason Anthony Davis was brought to town. LeBron didn't want to have to carry that burden. I can't blame him. He did it for years and years and years. And if Anthony Davis can take some of the load off, you let Anthony Davis take the load off. Now LeBron has to strap on the boots once again and carry a team through an incredibly difficult series, perhaps further than that. I'm fascinated to see what the old guy has left in the tank because uh, if they can get through this series, if they can get through Denver, Portland in the next round, We're getting ahead of ourselves here a little bit, but maybe then Anthony Davis is back 100%, and the Lakers, who we might think were dead after that Anthony Davis injury, they're looking really good in Western Conference Finals. The two games the Lakers won, they scored 109 points, 109.95, so you do uh, the quick math there, that's 204, 109-102, 211. The games they lost, Anthony Davis gets hurt in game four, 100-92, they scored 92 points. 99-90, game one, they scored just 90 points and a total of 189. Total tomorrow is 207.5. To me, it's under or pass. And I'm looking long and hard at the under because I also think, Dieter, if the Lakers win this game, they want to slow this thing down. What we saw from the Suns that I thought was a brilliant move on Sunday, even while AD was out, they, any, off a make, off a miss, go. Run them. And, and the Lakers, as we've seen with LeBron a little bit, doesn't really want to get back all that much. And even beyond that, right? You run LeBron then, so then he takes a playoff in the half court right. later, and he's now even more of a focal point on defense for the Lakers. Obviously, when Anthony Davis is on the floor, everything revolves around Anthony Davis. He is a one-man defense. If you now have to make LeBron the point man on that, LeBron the pivot point. That's a big issue for the Lakers, especially if Phoenix wants to run. And the Lakers still, to their credit, to Frank Vogel's credit, despite the fact that LeBron was lost for half the season, AD half the season, still finished number one in the league in defense. So I think they still have, and KCP coming back in all likelihood tomorrow off that knee injury, Kyle Goon alluding to, he's a pretty durable guy. You know, I think I read that he wanted to go in game four, but ultimately they said, "You're, you're staying away. They know they need him. Another body out there defensively. Do we see more Caruso? Do we just see creative things from the Lakers to try to throw different pieces defensively to try to muck this thing up and to make it a grinded out 100 to 97 type game? You know who would love a game like that? Chris Paul. Yeah. So we'll see if Chris Paul has the shoulder to get through this one because this is the kind of game that Chris Paul lives for. Oh, you want to make it a half court battle? I'm going to find my spots on the floor. That's what playoff basketball is all about. There's going to be defenders on the perimeter. There's going to be defenders at the hoop. You have to find the three or four spots on the floor where no one's actually going to guard you, where they can't get to you, and that's where Chris Paul makes his tens of millions of dollars a year with those little fadeaway shots from 10, 12 feet. This would be a great Chris Paul game. I just don't know if we're going to have a full, healthy Chris Paul, and without it, it's hard for me to imagine the Suns get the win. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, that's gonna. It's gonna be such a. It's gonna be an intriguing game. We're gonna be watching it with you uh, all tomorrow night. Thanks to Kyle Goon, Johnny Avello, Curtis Crabtree for joining us all evening long. By the way, we'll have uh, Tampa Bay and Carolina tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tampa Bay up 1-0 in that series, and uh, I took Carolina on the series price. So not a good start. 
<laughs> it's going it's to bounce back, Canes. Uh, thanks to Aaron Oster, everyone behind the scenes. For Dieter Kurtenbach, I'm Tim Murray. See if the Lakers can take the series lead tomorrow night. Will the Nets close things out? Yeah, they're going to close things out. It's the nightcap here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.